Alright, and welcome back to the Nurse Man Dan Show, guys. How is everybody doing? Sorry it's been a little while since I put out a show, but as I'm sure most of you were, we have been busy with the uh, Christmas season and the uh, Happy New Year. Um, so how was everybody's Christmas and uh, New Year's? Did everybody have a good time? Did everybody get to hang out with their family and their friends and all that good stuff, huh? Let me adjust this mic a little bit. Um, I hope y'all remember what Christmas is about, right? Um, it's not just about presents, just so everybody remembers. Um, so my Christmas was great. Actually, I, um, uh, a, uh, a, a child, a daughter, Christmas is definitely 100% is not what it used to be, which is fine, right? I actually find it to be way more exciting when you have a a, a, a child to to give that magical time of year to, like I was talking about on the Christmas episode, you know what I mean? When I found out Santa wasn't real, crushed, absolutely destroyed. And then it's like, now you're just living life. So it's nice to get to relive that through my daughter. And uh, just one of those other behind-the-scenes parenting things that, um, you know, I, I'd never really thought about until I was one. Which it goes back to my parents always saying, you know, you'll know once you have kids. That You know, the same thing parents tell every child, I would imagine. So, you know, it was a pretty, it was great. It was great. You know, I had my daughter for Christmas and um, I had so much fun uh, giving her her stuff. And it was like weird how we had our Christmas, <clears throat> excuse me, day like set up. So she was going to be leaving at like three in the afternoon. And so Saturday night, I think it was the night, Saturday night was Christmas Eve. Yeah, her and my mom were over at, at my place and I was like, you know what? I cannot wait. I can't wait because then tomorrow it's going to be, I want to like just do something where I can just be with my baby girl. You know what I mean? So my mom had her in her room and I was like, just keep her in there and keep the door shut. And uh, I, I brought a bunch of shit in you know, and put it all by the tree, all her shit, and set it down, and then I I found on, like, YouTube or, or some somewhere, it was like a, a Santa Claus sound effect. I really gotta find my filter, because I can hear my S's popping a lot, and um, I'm gonna find it in a minute when I get up for a second, and so I'm on YouTube, and I find this Santa sound effects button and I put it on the speaker really loud and uh like shut the door like hey and I ran up the stairs and I was like did y'all hear something and you know she was like huh and she always gets scared when I like do that and when I'm like what was that she what and um I hit play and then you could hear like wind and then like some bells and then like a really like that really oops that was loud it sounded like somebody was on the fucking roof and I had the bass turned up so it was like almost shaking the place. And then you could hear him doing his little jingle jangle thing and then come down, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and then he like, you hear like, and I left the, the door to the balcony crack. So it was like this motherfucker just came in the house. He was there. He was here. We could hear it. And she came out the room and I had like the, uh, all the stuff set up and uh she ran out and was like, oh my, she ran out and looked outside like, where did he go? And, you know, I didn't have it hard to tell her yet. Like, 
I'm right here. Um, but it was cool. I feel like I crushed it. I, uh, she, when she goes to visit my Mimi, my grandma, she's my Mimi's got this, uh, trampoline, like an exercise one inside her, her house. Right. And, uh, my daughter calls it a jumpy jump. So like when we went and saw Santa, um, and Santa was like, what do you want for Christmas this year? She was like, I want a jumpy jump and a dinosaur. I still, to this day, don't know where the dinosaur part came from, but the jumpy jump, I knew exactly what she was talking about. And I knew my mom had got her a very, you know, a similar one to what my, what Mimi had. And I was like, well, shit, what can I, what is something? I know she likes to fucking jump. Like, I guess every kid probably does, but she like loves it. So I was just browsing through the Target as every dad does on the day or two before Christmas. And, uh, I found this, uh, it was like a, um, it was an inflatable fire truck, like jump house, probably like six feet by like, I don't know, four, I don't know. It was, it had a little blue slide and, uh, so I got her that and had the pump installed on the side, not only inflation, but deflation. So you can like pull this thing out, plug it in and have a indoor bounce house in like two minutes. And then you just suck the air out. And like, she loved it. Uh, she, she still does. I have my couch. I haven't even moved it back. I just moved it out of like the living room and stuck it in the dining room so that she could just jump in this fire truck bounce house when she was here. And I have a blast doing it. I'll just sit inside of it and watch a movie with her or hang out. You know, it's great. Um, and, uh, somebody got her, I it might've been my aunt and uncle got her. I don't know who it was, but they got her this little, it, it's not like a plastic purse, like a hard shell. It's like a little, like a real little purse. And it has like fake makeup and all this shit inside of it. And it's got like a, uh, like a credit card or, you know, a, a faux credit card. And she has not since Christmas and the two weekends she's been here, she has not left the, the house without that. And she carries it around her shoulder and holds her hand out like this little, uh, I don't know, maybe her mom carries a purse like that, but her hand out, I mean, like a little, like, uh, I, I don't know. She looks, she looks like she's going to be one of those mean girls. I, I, that might even sound bad because that's my daughter, but she, she's got this little walk and she's this cute little blonde hair, blue eye, full of personality, walking through. So anyways, we're at uh, Target once again, go figure, right? And we are coming up to the checkout. And I'm like, all right, Adeline, use your, uh, your, your purse, you know, get, get to get the money out, get your card out so you can pay for the stuff. And she looked right at me. She said, I don't want to use my money. Can you use yours? Like, that's what I'm saying. Look at this. She's, she's already got the system. She already knows it. She's going to crush life. I have a very, I have a very good feeling about that. Um, and then I got, um, you know, and then we got her, she got, my brother got her some Play-Doh. He texts me, actually, and he's like, hey, can can she have Play-Doh? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And uh, that was one thing I will say. Actually, let me tell you. Sorry. Uh, 
so I got my, well, you know, Adeline's opening up her, her, her gifts, right? Her presence. And, um, and my mom, and I, I guess now I just, it kind of clicked. I was like, I don't understand why that's, uh, so she's, it's Christmas morning, right? And there's presents everywhere, all these toys and she's opening stuff and wants to open toys and there's stuff to open. And my mom at one point was like, after like she kept, I noticed it a couple of times. She's like, Nope, you can't open that. Don't open that. Don't open that. And, and she was like, Oh, and then I finally was just like, why can't like, why like this? I don't know. I don't know if that's how it was when I was growing up either. Maybe it was like, you can't open your toys right now. But like, I was just like, it's Christmas morning and like we, Santa just brought her all of these toys and it's like, why are we telling her not to open that? I was like, let her open what I don't care where she opens, let her open all of it and then go outside. Like, I don't care. Like, just let her enjoy the day because it's magical for her. You know what I mean? And so she, we, we did. And it was great. We literally all just sat around watching her enjoy this time. And it was fantastic. Like, I loved it. It was probably one of my favorite. I crushed it with that jumpy jump. With the, uh, with the fire truck thing, I absolutely crushed it. And it causes like this, you know, it's static electricity. So her hair's always like way out to the side. And, um, and let's see, what else? What else? Got my mom, speaking of my mother... I got my mother a, uh, a digital picture frame, like a, a big size one. And, uh, <laughs> I, I loaded up some pictures Christmas day, you know, with, with my baby and like with the dog we adopted from the crack house and all that shit. And I came over today while I was out seeing patients. I stopped by to, uh, you know, use the restroom, get a drink, get a snack and then leave. And, uh, I just happened to look over and it's still the same pictures. And I was like, hey, did you, have you used this yet? Have you, you know, it does video mom. You can put video on here if you want. You could have a video of, of my daughter running across the backyard, just smiling and you know, whatever. Uh, not yet. So it's like that. I, I would bet you by the time we get to Christmas of this year, 2023, the same like 12 pictures I put on the picture frame are still in there. I, if I had to guess, just because maybe that wasn't the best. I wanted her to be able to put as many pictures as she wanted that just cycled. Like, put it in the kitchen. Like, I thought that would be cool. But, um, I don't know. Maybe technology isn't her. It isn't. It's not her thing. It's not, you know, my, my, my Mimi. They're not big tech people, obviously. I mean, I think it's just uh, it's a generational thing, I guess. And technology really got better when we were around. So, um, hopefully if not, I'm gonna go over there and put on new pictures. I might even put on some pictures like some random ass, like pictures that have nothing to do with anything. Maybe pictures of another family, maybe some really offensive pictures and just see how long it'll stay up there before she notices. We'll see. I'll let you know. So anyways, I had, uh, I had new year's off with my daughter. I had that weekend off uh, and I had the, that Monday off and, um, the new year's Eve night that, you know, I was out by what nine before 10 o'clock, me and my daughter were out cold. It was fantastic. Like the more I, I, I feel like the older I get, I still like my, I still like beer 
I still like my beer, but that's one of my New Year's re- resolutions is to kind of like uh, tone it down a bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like in college, I'd love to go out. I'd love to be in these loud places and like, let's go, let's go get it. You know what I mean? But the older I get, and really since I graduated college, I've realized like I don't enjoy that. Why the fuck would I want to go out somewhere with friends or family and maybe cool, let's have some drinks, but like, why would you want to go anywhere where you can't hear what the fuck you're talking about with the person next to you or in front of you? Hey, how's your day? It was great. Like that's not, that's, that's lame AF to me. You know what I mean? I would rather just be, I don't care who it is, you know, three people hanging out. 12 people, but like not somewhere where you can't, I would rather have a discussion or play a board game or talk about life or whatever than go somewhere where the music is obnoxiously uh, loud um, and just, you know, I don't know. And that's another thing too. Like you go out now and like the girls in college now, and I'm not old, I'm 34 so I've been out of college 10 plus years, let's see, 20, let's see, like 20, 23, I think, so 24, so 11 years, right, and I remember when I was in college, like, seeing these, what what I thought were women, right, these women, uh, you know, around campus, you know, and when I say women, I mean, like, you know, the soror- I mean, just the, the girls at college, you know, you're not, I mean, you're a woman, you have a vagine, right? That, that whole transgender, this, that whole, like, I feel like a fucking, you know, woman today wasn't happening when I was in college. So, you know, but these girls, like they seemed old, they seemed like they were mature for, for for when, even when I was in college, right? And then I look back now, like, at pictures from college, like, sometimes, like, on, uh, what is it, Facebook, sometimes you'll get, like, oh, on this day, you know, this long ago, and I'll see, like, a picture of me, like, at a fraternity social, or I'll see a picture of me and like, a party with a, a female, and I'm like, wow, she looks really fucking young. And then, like, you go out now, And they all look, and probably because I live in like a college town, but like you go out, I'm saying like too much and it's irritating the F out of me, to be honest with you. Uh, You go out and they all look so childish, so young. And it's like, how are you out right now? Where are your parents? You know, they might even be 22. Three, 24 years old, but that's still to me now looks like a child. Like when I drive through the, the campus up the road, you know, you know, let's see, 34, six years ago, seven years ago, drive through, be like, well, let's see what's around here. Well, maybe not. I wasn't married then, but you know, what, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And now I drive through and I'm like, why don't you put some fucking clothes on and have some respect for yourself, young lady? That's what I think when I drive through now. I see these hoochies running around and it'd be like fucking 30 degrees outside and they're walking around these mini skirts and a tube top like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like, no, you're not. 
You're cold as shit. You're blue. Like, put some fucking clothes on. And I guess I can't blame him. You know, when I was in college, you go to a party, like a Halloween, a Halloween party. It's cold outside. And, you know, you always get these young girls wearing all this trash shit. And it was awesome at the time. But now I have a fucking daughter. And, you know, one, you better wear some clothes, baby. Uh, you know, what I see kids wearing today, little girls, when I take her to like the playground, uh, maybe not the playground. It's not that young, I don't think, yet. But when I go to the the pool or the water park or uh, somewhere when it's hotter outside, and I see what these girls are wearing and how young they are, it blows my mind that the parents don't say anything. One, uh, that's actually it. That's it. Like, you see somebody these, I wonder if they actually leave the house wearing what they're wearing and their parents know. If their parents know what they are wearing and let them leave the house with what they have on, those are garbage parents as well. Like, you're just asking for a problem when you send them out into the world around a bunch of young, impressionable boys raging with testosterone. Like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? And then the and then the degradation of youth starts. And then it just turns into a shit show down the road. Anyways, it's garbage. I just, I can't believe. Anyway, I'll never, ever, I will be so mad if I catch my daughter wearing some shit like I see. Uh, and I think me and her mother are on the same page with that. I think. Um, but I also prefer my daughter to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir. Those, those are the two things, and... You know, I don't think my my ex-wife cares. I know my my ex-wife calls her mother by her first name. Like, she was doing that when we were dating. It always, like, blew my mind. Like, why do you call your mom by her first name? I've always done that. And it's like, all right, well, love you. You know, that didn't work out. Um, but it's tough because I'm trying to make my daughter under... I want her to... That That's just how you need to be. Have some fucking respect for people that have been through life. Life sucks a lot of the time. Tip your hat to the people, you know, the people that have been through it. None of this like uh yeah, whatever, you know, and then just walk away shrugging your shoulders. No, yes sir. No sir. Yes ma'am. No ma'am. Thank you. Please. It's very simple, and that's just how you make like productive respectable members of society that keep the plumbing going, that keep the internet on. If you just have a bunch of people out there who just do what the fuck, that's, that's what I think is happening now, by the way. This is just uh, going off track. Real quick, I feel like people today, maybe, maybe younger than me, definitely younger than me, I feel like that there's this mentality that you get done with school and if you go to college, especially if you go to college, that when you graduate, you're going to be running a business. Like, you're going to be the boss. I don't know where that started. Like, I didn't start like that. You go to college, you get... And then college is just to prove to a company that you have the balls or the ovaries to stick through tough times. They don't give a fuck about anything else. You know, go to a community college for your first year because it's 
English 101 or whatever the fuck it is in the first year, math 101, whatever it is, it's all the same. It doesn't matter what school you go to. It's all the same shit. So why drop an X amount, you know, a large amount of money that I'm going off topic and I apologize. Let me see if I can get back to my, uh, where I was at. So, you know, 2023 starting fresh, uh, going to the office. Happy new year, right? Uh, Hey, Danny, can you, uh, come into the, I knew it was coming. I knew 100% it was coming. Remember on the episode when I said, uh, that I went off on my, the big boss and I was like, I'll tell you why this is not done. Anyways, remember I was like, I'll probably get written up for that. Turns out I was right. Ding, 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 ding. So I get, I get to the office 2023. Happy new year. Step into the office, right? Sit down. I know what's coming. And it's, uh, I got my boss on like a cam because she's, I don't know where she was at the time. And then I have what they call a uh, chaperone, which is, is, she's my, she's my new boss now. And I was like, well, what are you going to do in here? And she was like, well, I guess I'm just here, you know, to make sure everything's kosher or whatever. Oh, I don't want to fit anybody. Uh, you know, everything's all square. I was like, that's cool. So she came on the camera and we are. Like, she's like, all right, I think you know what this is about. And I'm like, yep. And uh, she goes through, well, this wasn't done in time. This wasn't done in time. And, you know, the things that weren't done in time or as fast as they want it done. And I was like, yep, you're right. It's not done. And it got to the end because I I was like, I've, I've been fired twice from two nursing jobs. Like, do you think I have a question for them? I know how it works. You know from this show, I know how healthcare works. It's a fucking business. I'm, I'm lucky at this place, though, that the managers I have uh, actually, I feel like, uh, actually care about the people that are working under them. I do not think there is a single boss or manager where I'm at now, St. Pierre Nicolas. Uh, that have any ill will towards anybody. I think they want the best. I just think under the circumstances, this is what it is. They've got guidelines to reach or meet. And um, I mean, they got a job to do, right? So uh, I don't want to get into every little bit. I mean, but it went as far as to where I now know that no matter what, it doesn't matter at eight to five or whatever we're supposed to work. If you have this schedule and the patients aren't available to be seen when you want to see them, whatever the reason is, you you are expected to work after hours. Fine, right? That's what I told her. I was like, that's fine. I don't care anymore. I've got one more week, right? So she was at the end. She was like, are you sure you don't have anything? And I said, I, I do. I said, is there something I have to sign like to acknowledge this? And, you know, of course there is. And I said, do I have to acknowledge this? I don't know if I'm going to because I'm tired of writing shit for hospitals have my name on it. But like, I was like, is there a comment section? Because even on my review, on my my self-evaluation, on the part where it's like, do you complete tasks on time, blah, blah, blah. I said, uh, I said, no. I do not complete tasks on time and I don't complete tasks on time because instead of going into the house and staring at a screen, I go in and talk to the patient. I listen to them. I look at them and I make them feel comfortable. And then that's how I get them better 
because they don't feel like I'm blowing them off. That's why my stuff is behind. And then y'all come back four days later and say, hey, you got to correct this. But then I've got a full load. People, you, you know the story. I've been here a year. I've been doing the show for a few months. Y'all know the story. So I'm like, just uh, at one point, I, and then I, this is where I fucked up, right? So I said, you know, the job, I said, you cannot expect us to, I, 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 good Lord, I cannot talk. I apologize. I said, all I am worried about, because I had a week at this point. I said, all I'm worried about is what do I have to do to not get fired before I go PRN? That was my question. And PRN, in case y'all don't know, or if I haven't mentioned, it's like uh, I work, uh, I give them what I can work. I'm as needed is what PRN means. And um, we're short-staffed currently, so it's I'm really going to be working still four hours just on my schedule. I'm probably not doing Fridays anymore, and I'm probably not seeing that much on Mondays because I'm just not. Fuck it, right? Because um, I need to look for another job and continue working on the uh, the job you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, prospects that I have now. And, uh, so I, I told her, I was like, no, I got no questions. I just, what do I got to do? Not get fired. Just tell me what I got to do to get there. Right. And then I said, I'll tell you something else. Y'all, this is going to crumble. I said, you know what? This is why this person quit. This person quit. And I said, this is why there's a a nurse that I'm gonna make up a name for her. Um, we'll call her, I'm going to call her heavenly, heavenly, that might be sacrilegious. Uh, I'm going to call her uh, Angel, Angel. She's a Hispanic. We have everybody working with us, right? So Angel texted me, you know, a couple days prior and was like, yo, fuck this shit pretty much. I'm putting my, I put my transfer in to go work somewhere else for this St. Pierre Nicolas, right? So in the meeting, I thought when she texted me that she was saying, I've already, I thought when she said I put my transfer in, I thought that meant she gave her transfer stuff to my boss, right? So I'm going off and I'm like, you know, and this is why this person quit, this person quit. Uh, and I said, this is why Angel is transferring out of here too. I said, because y'all demand an unreasonable amount of work from us. I said, everybody's got the same story for the most part, you know? The, all we do is chart. After hours, we're charting. We're catching up on this, catching up on that, and they don't do shit about it. They keep adding stuff, but they, it, it, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to keep going into uh, why it's not working. I've already told you why it's not working. We know it's not working, and that's why, um, which is, you know, it's making me think uh, when I do go PRM, when I do go when I reduce my capacity at this job and start looking at travel jobs, it makes me feel that much less bad, I guess. Because I, I'm telling you, I um, as a nurse, I this is has been the biggest learning experience for me as a nurse is doing home health. It's been the biggest eye opener. I've actually learned a fuck ton about. Healthcare. I mean, not not about healthcare, but about medicine. I've learned a lot about conditions that I used to treat quickly in the ER and would send them on the way. I feel like now that I've got the ER experience, I've got the OR. I mean, not the. I mean, I do have an OR experience, but I've got the um, 
in home health, I feel like I have such a fucking great base knowledge of what we need to do to live healthy lives and what to do. Like, you know, somebody would come in to the ER back in the day with heart failure, right? And I I knew like, okay, gonna be IV, Lasix, blood work, X, Y, Z, right? Like, boom. And now you're on med surge. But I didn't think like, my mindset then wasn't, well, why are you here for this heart failure exacerbation, right? It wasn't that at all. It was like, you're here for this. We do this, right? If, if I would have had the knowledge I have now, I probably wouldn't have been a, that great of an ER nurse because I would have been in the rooms talking to them too long saying like, you're fucking up, man. What are you doing? I see you all the time for the same stuff. Um, but I didn't know. And now I know. Anyways, I, uh, hang on my fucking cats outside. All right. So, uh, uh, I figured I'd give you a couple patient updates at this point in the show. I'm not doing a long show tonight. I was really gonna try to do some big, awesome thing for the first episode of 2023, but it's not going to happen. I apologize. I'm going to give you a few patient updates, just two, actually two, uh, because it's getting late. Um, there is a gentleman that I had been seeing since I started this job, like day one, um, have been seeing him and I was seeing him through my orientation. And then I was seeing him as my own patient for, I don't know, six months, seven months. Uh, I got a text from Angel earlier that he passed away today and it's, it's, I knew it was coming. I'm surprised it hadn't happened already. Um, but I feel like, and he, he always, he always had a Bible out. He always had, he was always researching, you know, he was always trying to learn about like his faith and what he, what to expect. And he was always a nice guy. And towards the end, he, he didn't like a lot of extra conversation. I remember he had a, a Dodge Durango blue and he said the, and this was during the, um, the summertime. And he was like, yeah, the, uh, the air doesn't work or something like that. So I was like, let me go check. So I went and looked at his car, went through it and looked. And I was like, all right, how about this? How about I get somebody I know, uh, my dad, who's, he's, he just, you know, he's just a guy that just, he's a guy's guy. He can fix shit, right? So I was like, instead of you spending your money to go to some mechanic who's going to charge you a hundred bucks just to tell you, you know, turn it to cold instead of hot. Like, why don't you let us come over? I'll come over on my day off and we'll come and just, and he like teared up. He thought that was so beyond, you know, what he would expect from somebody to do. Um, and then he finally was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's, I appreciate it. That's, uh, so never did it, but you know, like that's the kind of stuff. Like I felt bad. He was 93 years old, 94 wife had died living in that house by himself. And, um, I mean, just, just old, old as fuck. I mean, like skinny. I mean, he looked like a walking skeleton and he, and, and the, the worst part is that like, I know he's hearing me right now. I like a hundred percent believe in my heart that like he's listening to what I'm saying. And I guess I'll just tell him like, Hey, I am, I'm very sorry. Uh, Mr. I'll just call you Mr. P Mr. P. Um, so our last like month of visits I had with him, which was just a couple months ago. Uh, I think I had messed up 
a scheduling, some kind of uh, something with the scheduling. Go figure. I messed something up at this job, right? With all the shit they have us doing. And I had, anyways, I tried to call him back. He didn't answer. I left a voicemail. Anyway, he called, ended up calling the office at some point and was like, Hey, I don't, I don't want, or maybe I told him, Hey, um, you know, put him on somebody else because I'm done, uh, sending, you know, I'm done sending, I'm, I'm done trying to go out there and he's going to complain about me. Right. So I was like, put him on, on somebody else, put him on another nurse and I'll take somebody else's stuff. I'm just, I'm tired of going out there and doing these nasty fucking wounds that never change. They just, it's been the same thing for a fucking year. And even though he's a nice guy, like I'm just, and then he's going to give me shit. You know what I mean? So I wanted to be out. And, um, so Mr. P, if you can hear me, I apologize. I should have held it in because you were old as shit. Uh, I know you were in pain. I know you missed your wife a lot. I know you missed your wife a lot. And I know it was embarrassing for you for me to come over there and do what I had to do um, for where you're, you know. So I apologize. I messed up the uh, the schedule. Um, but like I told you before, and now you know it, you're in a better place. There's no more pain. You're with your missus and everything's groovy. So um, I wish it would have happened sooner. Honestly, I told you I would have switched places with you if I could have. Uh, if I didn't have a daughter anyways. Um, so rest in peace, Mr. P I, uh, I learned how to do some things on you. Um, and I enjoyed the time until you didn't enjoy it anymore. Um, so the next guy, this is just a funny story. Uh, he's not old. He's late sixties, maybe early seventies. And he had a, a hernia at some point that had problems and they put a mesh in to hold it up and it, it got stuck or whatever it got infected and, uh, they had to take out, he had to get a colostomy. So for those of you who don't know, it means you have a stomach anus now is what I call it. Okay. It's a stomach ass. It means you shit out of your stomach. Uh, and sometimes it's temporary. Sometimes it's permanent. Hopefully his is temporary. So I go over there to do his like start of care, um, or no, excuse me. I apologize. This is the second visit and I'm over there and I'm like, all right, the wife, I'm like, are you ready to try to do this change, change the bag? There's a bag that sits on. So if you're looking down at your stomach, for those of you don't, who don't know, if you were to look down at your stomach and you, if you divided your abdomen up into like four even squares, right? Uh, imagine for this guy's example on the lower left square, imagine you had an asshole right there, right? That's what um, I'm going to do. So I'm like, ma'am, are you ready to change the bag? Because the, you know, you don't have at, you don't have britches that come up that high. So we have these bags that go on and they just shit out their stomach into these bags and you change them. It's very gross. So I had never really seen this much of what I'm going to tell you. So be prepared if you're eating. I apologize. So the, the wife, I could see it in her eyes. Uh, I knew she was my kind of person as soon as like, I was like, are you ready? And the first thing she did was grab gloves. I could tell she was exactly who I was when I first stepped in a nursing school or into a real world situation where I had to do some nasty shit like human shit you know, or see somebody, some, some old person's pro like, I don't want to see that shit. 
know what I mean? But I, I see a lot of it. And um, I could tell she was uneasy about it, like hard. So we started doing it and getting the bag off itself took so long. He was such a whiner, I think. I don't want to say that because I don't know. He might listen to this shit. You weren't a whiner, but like, like just let's just get it done quickly and then it's over. And, you know, I know he was really anxious because, I mean, I've never shit out of my stomach. I mean, I have, but not, you know, it's always come out of my asshole that's, you know, down there and not, um, anyways, so. I guess I get that part. So we're going through and we finally get the, the adhesive off to get the bag off. And I, I swear I saw her prevent herself from vomiting probably four times. And I, I know because I've done the same thing trying to hide it from patients to where they, they turn their head. You see their body like clench up like the shoulders always rise. And then they take a deep breath. And then they go back and you, you just look at them and you see no chest rise. And it's like, oh, she's holding her breath because this is, she's getting sick from this. Like this is making her fucking nauseous, right? But she loves her man and she's in there doing what needs to be done. And it was, it was great. Uh, we, anyways, we had talked about it afterwards. I kind of pulled her to the side and I was like, you know, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, that's just, I can't, that's just so gross. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I said, you'll get used to it though. Trust me. I've thrown up in many a patient's rooms in the ER because something coming in was so fucking nasty. Um, so any, while she's doing it, right? And this is the first time I've heard this many. You, you know how we all fart, right? We all pass gas. We all have flatulence, I think is the word. We, we all fart, right? Uh, and it, you know, whatever the sound is, that is the exact same sound that comes out of your stomach rectum. If you get a colostomy, this guy, I don't know what he ate. He was eating more at this point. So I think that's what it was. The gas is building up and he was just ripping stomach. If you know what I'm saying, (laughs) ripping ass out of a stomach. I mean, when you look at it, it literally looks like an inverted rectum. It's just this. I hate saying this because that's how you have to describe it. This beefy red, Stomach asshole. (laughs) And like the wife is like trying to clean and throughout like the entire time you just hear like all kinds of and like it it was I was standing back like, yeah, you're doing a good. I mean, like I was watching her, but I was definitely standing away because there was debris flying out of his stomach. And at one point he was like trying to help her get the dressing off. Right. So I'm watching from behind the the patient and he doesn't have gloves on. She does. And he's like pushing the skin down around the actual site. And I see his hands get inside his belly shit. I mean, his shit, right? And I'm like, oh my God, please do not touch anything else, sir. That's what I said. Like that's word for word. That's what I said. And come to find out later, I'll I'll tell you this. So we are finished up. Everything looks good. And he's like relieved. And he takes his, um, he takes his shitty fingers and rubs his head. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, what? And I said, I told you not to touch anything. You've got, I didn't say shit at this point, but I said, you've got 
I think I said poop. I should have said stool. I just, I, I, it's, I don't like saying stool or fecal matter. It's shit, right? But I'm not going to cuss. So I was like, you got poop on your fingers, man. And uh, he was, he didn't even like make a deal out of it. So me and his wife left. And he went and went and got cleaned up. I said, go wash your hands. And he came out. Or that's what I told him, go wash your hands, get cleaned up. So I'm sitting there and that's when his wife told me like, hey, I just don't do really well with smells. And um, so he comes out and he sits on the chair. I said, did you wash your hands? And he said, no. I said, you have shit on your face. That's when I said, you have shit on your face. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, I told you back there, don't touch anything. He's like, oh, I thought you were joking. And I really wanted to be like, you think I was joking that your hands were near your stomach, asshole? And I said, oh, don't touch anything. You've got shit on your fingers. You thought I was joking? Absolutely not, sir. Right? Um, so anyways, he washed his hands. Fucking, it, that was gross. I, I feel, I hope that never happens to me. Um, and I feel bad for them because I know it's embarrassing. I know the wife doesn't want to do it, but I give it to the the couples that are out there that are together that do take care of their significant other even when it comes down to cleaning shit it's beautiful it's great i think it's fucking fantastic because i see way too many people who are like i can't do that i'm not doing that even though that person's been by your side your entire life i think that's pretty fucking selfish that's just me though all right this show is running a little bit longer than i intended for it to do um so I've learned, like I've said, this year at this job, I've learned, or this past year, I've learned a lot. Uh, I started this show to get the word out. I'm a little disappointed that I feel like there's not as much engagement. So here's, here's kind of what I would like to do. So for anybody who is listening that has a family member, um, or, or themselves is in the medical field of any capacity, I don't care if you or janitorial, but not that that's like a low end thing. Like they fucking keep the hospital going quickly. Um, anybody out there who's got friends, family, you yourself are in the medical field and you have a story that you would like to say, you have a, uh, something that's happened before that you thought was fucked up. that got by, you just have a, a, an interesting story or something you want to get off your chest without any repercussions of being, uh, chastised or being disciplined reach out to me. Okay. I would be down to just hear stories from across the country from other healthcare professionals, but I'm not getting enough of what I want. I would love, like I said, I'm calling out doctors. I'm calling out hospitals and nobody really, there's nobody coming back. I want to argue with somebody who thinks I'm wrong. And I know there's people out there who are listening that have medical people in their family or they know somebody that you could ask them what we're talking about and see what they say. Get them to contact me. Let's have a discussion. All right. And if you're, like I said, healthcare professionals out there, anybody listening, who's got them in the family, send them to me. Let's have, I want to hear stories. I mean, I, I, you know, I have the stories from home health, but I'd love to hear stuff from you know, labor and delivery. I know there's stories out there. I'd love to hear stuff from the OR, fuck-ups in the OR, stuff in the ER, you know. Let's hear it. So send it to everybody. Every time a show comes out, all you got to do is just click share and then send it wherever you share your shit with. Um, so with that being said, 
if if in the next month or so I don't get more engagement from healthcare professionals out there, one, I'm going to start calling offices and I'm going to record the call and I'm going to record the messages I leave. I'm going to call whoever the fuck I want just to ask them questions, just to see if they'll call me back. Two, if I don't get more engagement, I'm going to start talking about the stuff that I want to talk about on top of medical, like uh, the way we're raising our kids, the way we're falling apart as a uh, human species, the way we're getting further and further away from God in this country and the world, that kind of shit, okay? Uh, you know, the, the stuff that people say don't talk about in public, you know, politics, religion, and I want to mix it with alcohol. That's where I'm going to go if I don't get some uh, action going on here, okay? So, once again, uh, if you know anybody, send them my way. Uh, share your favorite episode with every time. I don't give a fuck. Just share it. Let's get the word out there, all right? Um, happy New Year. Happy 2023. Everybody does their bullshit Happy New Year's, you know, their New Year's resolutions. Don't I don't give a fuck about that. Just know if you continue what you did last year, if, if, if at the end of 2022, you looked at yourself in the mirror, I even wrote this down. Like, I'm going to end it on this for sure. The other day, I was, uh, I was getting ready for work and got out of the shower, walked over and passed the mirror, and I just looked at myself in the mirror. And I'm not, I'm not, mm, I'm not, out of, I'm not out of shape, but I am, if that makes sense. I, I'm not, I guess, dad bod. I looked at myself and just said out loud, like the only person here was Magnus, my cat, to hear me. I said, I looked at myself in the eyes in the mirror and said, you're disgusting. I body shamed myself for like two hours. Like, I remember what I looked like in college. I remember what I looked like when I got married uh, I when even, I guess, kind of, I mean, I feel like everybody kind of changes once they get married, you get comfortable, you put on some pounds and you let it go, whatever. Um, but like, I just, this, I, I have literally just like, I feel like I've atrophied from this job because it's so busy and all I do is sit that I just, I, um, I just feel like a disgusting toad and, um, I like, I'm just body shaming myself. So I meant to actually go hit the fucking treadmill or the elliptical earlier, but I didn't because I, um, you know, I didn't because I was working. Anyways, guys, I hope, uh, this year works out great for everybody. Um, you have to stay active every day. You have to get great sleep, consistent quality sleep. You have to improve your diet in simple ways. Change your life, change your mind, change your belief system. Let's make it so that you feel positive about yourself. Stop feeling negative. I love all of you guys and I want the best for you. Okay? As always, eat well, be well, sleep well. Good night. God bless. You.